Welcome to another informative episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Hi, I'm uh, Bill Gowdy. I'm the Environment and Public Affairs Manager for Lafarge for Northern Alberta. We're doing research with owls. We do this in conjunction with a biologist in the area. It's part of Lafarge's biodiversity program. So by doing this, we provide an indication of what the sensitivity of the species is, how we impact it. They're uh, doing quite well, flourishing quite well. No Harm is the podcast for health and safety professionals like you. We're here to help you sharpen your professional skills and better understand emerging issues. So the Royal Alberta Museum, they came out and did a presentation as well tonight and they brought a number of specimens. Over the years in the Edmonton area, we've donated in excess of a thousand uh, fossil specimens that have been discovered in our pits. So we'll get things like short-faced bears, saber-toothed tigers, mammoths. Sounds like a great topic. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Polis. Now, as everybody in the business knows, HSE stands for Health, Safety, and Environment. And for this episode, we're going to bring you a really interesting environmental story. Now, I've been working on a project in Vancouver, and I've just stepped in out of the rain and into my vehicle. And the story is not actually in Vancouver. This story is actually in Alberta. And joining me remotely for this episode is Bill Gowdy. He's an environment and public affairs manager for Lafarge in northern Alberta. Bill, you're in a really interesting location. Tell us where you are, and gee, I hope it's not snowing there. We're out in one of our pits. It's west of uh, Edmonton. It's along the North Saskatchewan River near the uh, town of Tomahawk, northeast of Drayton Valley. And what are you guys up to this evening? So tonight we've got an owl banding event. We've invited a number of people from the public to join us to uh, witness the uh, event. We've had a barbecue, presentations on the owls. Uh, We've also had uh, the Royal Alberta Museum here tonight, and they brought a number of fossils with them to show different things that have come out of sand and gravel pits over the years. All right, Bill, so you're at a sand and gravel pit, a Lafarge sand and gravel pit, about an hour and a half west of Edmonton, and you're banding owls. Why are you doing that? It's part of Lafarge's biodiversity program. We're doing research with owls. We do this in conjunction with a biologist in the area. So by doing this, we provide an indication of what the sensitivity of the species is, how we impact it. You can see from the banding and the number of owls that we've got that with the aggregate pits, we've had very little impact or very little activity. They're uh, doing quite well, flourishing quite well. What it also does is we also get a sense of where these owls are traveling to or migrating to. So some of the owls that we've banded over the years have traveled down to the states we have a number that also stay resident we've uh, in fact captured some of these year over the year okay so what does this event actually look like this evening you have members of the public there and and what are you all doing Lafarge is an entity enjoys doing the research but we also like involving the community in this so it gives a chance for the kids in the area the parents junior forest warden groups to participate and see the wildlife firsthand and learn about them themselves as well all right well how do you actually go about doing this do you uh, I don't know do you whistle and the the, uh, owls come flying to you in some ways we kind of actually do so we put up uh, nets out in the forest around the pit itself and then we're actually playing owl music if you would. So we've got a recording that uh, draws the sawwood owls to the area and they get caught in the nets. We pick those owls up every uh, 20 minutes or so. We check the nets and sometimes we've got uh, one or two and sometimes we don't have any. But uh, tonight so far we've had four that we've captured. Now I wish I could be there with you this evening. You've told me all about what this looks like and you showed me some pictures. 
these owls are, are really quite uh, quite friendly, aren't they? Tell me about this. They're very docile. It's almost like a little uh, lap dog. I think uh, everybody's enjoyed uh, seeing them. So the, they basically will just sit right in your hand. They take everything in. They're looking around. They're very inquisitive. It's something that's very enjoyable for both us as an entity uh, working at the operation with our uh, pit guys. They've joined the event. Again, small kids. Uh, it, it's something that everybody enjoys partaking in. No, I suppose what you're really learning through this effort is that these owls really coexist in the whole diverse environment with the sand and gravel pit, correct? They flourish quite well. Like, again, our numbers that we've had, they're quite substantial. It is a very popular wildlife corridor coming down the North Saskatchewan River. And what we found is that uh, the numbers of owls that we've been uh, encountering remain very uh, consistent and steady over the years. Splendid. And what are you actually learning as a result of this? And in fact, tell me more about the Lafarge Biodiversity Initiatives and how it fits into your entire sustainability plans. This is a major corporate goal of Lafarge to enhance and uh, promote the biodiversity and to also involve the community. With this project, we also put up a number of nesting boxes. We've had owls occupy those as well, and uh, we've banded them as well. So not only doing research and tracking these, but also so enhancing their habitat and encouraging them to flourish. And if I'm not mistaken, your biodiversity initiatives are not only Northern Alberta. Of course, they're really important here in Northern Alberta, but it's it's actually a worldwide initiative because Lafarge is a global company. That's correct. We do this all over the world. We operate in countries all around the planet and these initiatives occur all over the place. It can be different types of wildlife, of course, different species depending on your locations. In fact, I guess it should be said that Lafarge Canada is part of the Lafarge Wholesome Group uh, internationally, correct? That's correct. Great. Now, you did mention that there's some involvement from the Royal Alberta Museum. What's that all about? So the Royal Alberta Museum, they came out and did a presentation as well tonight, and they brought a number of specimens. Over the years in the Edmonton area, we've donated in excess of a thousand uh, fossil specimens that have been discovered in our pits. So it's something when these uh, gravel deposits are, uh, are laid down, quite often animals are caught in the gravel deposits. They might have drowned and washed downstream. So they uh, become unearthed when we're uh, doing our excavations. So when our operations people encounter these, they'll call up the Royal Alberta Museum. We'll get them to either come out or we'll get the samples and deliver them to them. Really? So I guess in an unexpected kind of way, you're kind of working as archaeologists doing uh, archaeological digs. In an inadvertent way, we are, yes. We're not paleontologists by any stretch of the imagination, but what we do helps to aid in putting together the uh, paleogeography and the history of the province. Now, that's something I didn't really realize. So what do you find? you find dinosaur fossils? No, these are much younger. So a lot of the fossils we have could be anywhere from, say, 5,000 years of age to maybe 45,000 years of age. So they're, they're much younger than the dinosaur bones, which are more typically like 70 million years and older. So we'll get things like short-faced bears, saber-toothed tigers, mammoths. Those are different types of things that we'll encounter. Old, ancient horses things that have changed o over time. They might be bigger animals than what they are in the current day form or smaller animals. Wow, that's fascinating. Now, you haven't actually encountered any saber-toothed tigers in the woods there tonight, just owls, right? We haven't noticed any, but maybe they're out there creeping around. <laughs> well, well, Bill, you better watch your back. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, this evening, Bill. This has been absolutely intriguing, and uh, good luck with the rest of your event. Okay, well, thank you very much. Have a good night. You too. 
Thanks for tuning in to the No Harm Health and Safety Podcast. Be sure to join us next time by subscribing to us for free on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave a rating or review. It helps others find us. And hey, be sure to tell your friends and colleagues who can benefit from our podcast. The No Harm Health and Safety Podcast is a production of Stimulant Strategies and Stimulant Media Productions. You can learn more about us at stimulant.ca. All the best, everyone, and stay safe.